pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. When you put your child to sleep at night, whether they're uh, six months old, a year old, or 13 years old like my twins, you think everything is safe and sound. That is not always the case. Today, breaking news in the case of a four-year-old tot boy, we now know taken from his crib. He was sleeping there next to his little twin brother and murdered. I'm getting ready to turn away from this street, getting ready to turn and go down the next street. And I see something laying in the road and my initial hit was I can tell the dog. The closer I get to it, I can tell it's a human because I see a hand and then I see legs. Very traumatizing. I have three kids. To see a child covered in blood in the middle of the street, it's just, it's, it's truly traumatizing. You were hearing Miss Anthony Square speaking to CBS 17 about finding a beautiful little red-headed, hazel-eyed boy. He looks a lot to me like Opie did in Andy of Mayberry. At first thinking the body in the street was that of a dog that was maybe hit by a car, but upon closer inspection, she finds this little boy, a four-year-old tot, dead in the street. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Very often I would tell juries, and some of the most unthinkable cases, how easy it is to turn away from the evidence, to turn away and put on blinders to what's happening around us, but that won't get you anywhere. Today, the case of four-year-old Cash with me, an all-star panel to try and sift through clues left behind with me, special guest, Mark Class, founder of Class Kids Foundation at classkids.org. Mark has crusaded for justice ever since his little girl, Polly, 
was taken out of her home. Polly was murdered. Now, for a lot of people, they would just curl up into the fetal position and stay hidden under their bed for the rest of their lives. But not Mark Class, and he is with us now. Melissa Hotmeyer, Chief of the Special Victims and Family Violence Unit, Prince George County, co-founder of Right Response Consulting. She is the star of the No Gray Zone podcast, and you can find her at rightresponseconsulting.com. Dr. Teresa Gill, professor of psychology, psychotherapist, author of Women Sexually Abused as Children, Mothering, Resilience, Protecting the Next Generation. And you can find her at teresagillphd.com. Dr. Kendall Crowns, deputy chief medical examiner for Travis County, Texas. That's Austin, a senior lecturer at the University of Texas in, of course, forensic science. Justin Boardman, former special victims unit detective, West Valley City, author of I Was Wrong, an investigator's battle cry for change within the Special Victims Unit, and you can find him at justinboardman.com. But first, to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Alexis Tereschuk. Alexis, you were just hearing Anthony Square, Ms. Square speaking, a finding a child's body, a four-year-old boy. He looks just like Opie in Andy Mayberry. This is more of what she has to say. Listen, Alexis. The closer I get to it, I can tell it's a human because I see a hand and then I see legs. And I just cried. I said, Mama, this is a child. Before concerned neighbors and police cars filled the street, there was just an unnamed child and a neighbor will call Nisi. She called 911. I told the paramedics that I see ants at the bottom of his feet. So that was my indication that He had already passed and waited in the street to make sure no cars ran over him. You are hearing um, Antoinette Square speaking to Robbie Owens at CBS 11. I'm just trying to imagine that moment. To you, Alexis Terezchuk, she thinks a dog or an animal has been hit on the side of the road and goes to investigate and finds out It is a four-year-old little boy. And you know what's interesting, Alexis? I've told you this story before. In my very first carjack murder case that I ever tried, a young man had, I think he was like 18, 17, had gone out to his car. He lived with his family to either get something out of his car or move the car, and a guy rode by carjack murder. That was horrible enough, Alexis, but there was something about this. A neighbor saw him lying by the car, bleeding, and ran out. He was already dead, and the neighbor put a pillow under his head. And that poignant gesture nearly caused me to stop in my opening statement to the jury because it was so heartbreaking. In this case, you have a four-year-old little boy dead in the road, left there. And the neighbor comes up and sees on the little boy's bare feet ants crawling around. When I heard that, I, I don't know what it is about that fact that just was like a knife in my heart. What do we know about the discovery of four-year-old cash? 
So she, Miss Brown, went for a jog. She left her house at 6.40 in the morning. She says she, you know, she set her foot tracker, and she took off her jog. Five minutes later, she's walking, she, she is, and she, she gets scared. She is a mother herself, but you know what she does? She calls her own mom. At 6.45 in the morning, she calls her mom, and she says, Mom, I see something in the road that's scaring me. And she, but she knew, instinctively, she knew this wasn't, you know, an animal that had been run over by a car, even though she thought that at first it was something bad enough that she had to call her mom. And she went over and she saw a little boy. She saw a little hand, tiny little child's hand. And she is a mother herself. And she just thought, oh my gosh, I cannot leave this child. I have to protect him. Some people might run away terrified, run home terrified. She stood right there to protect this child and make sure nothing else happened. She she knew in her heart that she did not think he was alive. She said, I, I thought he had passed. So she called, her mom says, call 911. She calls 911. The operator says, can you please check and see if this child is still alive? Because if he is, if they are, I don't even think they knew it was a boy or a girl yet. They said, you can help keep them alive. And so she actually was touching this little boy, trying to find out if he was alive. And because they wanted her to do CPR to make sure that he could stay alive until the paramedics got there. Guys, the story of a four-year-old little boy found in the road, First thing, early, early in the morning, which tells me he may have been there all night. Who knows? Take a listen to more of what Miss Anthony Square tells our friends at CBS 11. He didn't have a shirt on. He didn't have any shoes on. Did a dog get him? Did somebody run over him? I'm just like, why is a kid out at 640 in the morning? So in my mind, I'm thinking maybe he got out the house somehow and maybe a dog got to him. I don't know. Whatever happened, it's just, it's sad. And she says she will never be the same. Most definitely. It's that image that I saw, I just, I can't erase it. To see a child covered in blood in the middle of the street, it's just, it's, it's truly tra- traumatizing. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
For those of you just joining us, we are talking about a four-year-old little boy, Cash, found in an early morning by a jogger, not wearing any shoes, not wearing any shirt, dead in the street. Take a listen to Melanie Basau, WFAA. The precious four-year-old boy who was found dead on Saturday morning on Saddle Ridge Drive in the Mountain Creek area. His mom calls him Cash Jernan. There is now a growing memorial where Jernan's body was found on the street. And all throughout the weekend, police have been canvassing the area looking for evidence and a motive. They were back in the alley looking through trash containers to see if they found any type of evidence. They went down the street here. And they spend a good time down there. Straight out to our friend, Dr. Kendall Crowns, Deputy Chief Medical Examiner, Travis County. That's Austin. Dr. Kendall Crowns, we now learn that this little boy was dead from what we know to be a sharp instrument. What can you tell us about what we know so far regarding cause of death? Cause of death would probably be, if it's from a sharp instrument, more than likely from a knife. Uh, it's the usual most common thing that causes uh, sharp instrument injury. So the child probably died from stab wounds or incised wounds or cuts. To What's the, the difference between uh, an incised wound and a cut? So an incised wound is basically is a cut, but a difference between an incised wound and a stab wound is a stab wound is kind of a short wound on the skin surface but goes very deep within the body whereas an incised wound is a very long wound that uh, goes very shallow into the body. So your incised wounds are more the slashing type uh, cuts to the body, whereas a stab wound is a deep uh, penetrating injury. Uh, Usually you see the incised wounds when they cut their throat. What type of uh, a stab would it require? I guess not much to kill a four-year-old little boy, but I'm noticing that the woman who found him, Miss Anthony Square, says that the boy's face and upper half of his body were covered in blood. He did not have on shoes or a shirt. As a matter of fact, we are learning, Dr. Kendall Crowns, that he was wearing what he had on when he went to bed. No shoes, no shirt, face and upper half of body covered in blood. What kind of injury would have caused his death? So it's, again, more, most likely a stab wound. Uh, it could be multiple stab wounds. Or it is multiple. I did learn that, Dr. Kendall Crowns, multiple stab wounds. Okay, so it's probably multiple stab wounds to the chest, more than likely, or the neck, or neck and chest combined. Uh, usually people don't stab individuals in the skull because you can't penetrate the skull very easily with a knife, so they go for the neck and chest. The fact that there's blood all over his neck and face He's probably got a deep penetrating injury to his carotid or jugular that's causing a fair amount of blood to seep out of his body or spurt out of his body, covering his face and neck. Oh, my God. Mark Class, I hear you in the background. Mark Class, founder of Class Kids Foundation. Please go to the website for Class Kids, C-K-L-A-A-S, K-L-A-A-S. Mark a uh, longtime friend and colleague, the fact that this little boy is wearing what he had on when he went to bed is very, very significant. And you know, Mark Class, your girl 
Polly was safe and sound at home in her bed when she was taken. In fact, as I recall, there was a little spend-the-night get-together with other little girls there. But that did not stop the perp. And you know, Mark, we all think that never happens. Somebody will take my child out of the home. It does happen, Mark Class. Remember Isabel Solis, Elizabeth Smart? I mean, I could go on and on and on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, in, in each one of those cases, it, it turned out that access to the home was not that difficult. Either an unlocked window, um, yes. an unlocked door, something that would enable somebody to easily get into the house and commit their dastardly Just crime. walk right Which, in. Hey, and Mark, following well, up on that yeah. before I lose the thought, it doesn't matter if you live in some fancy neighborhood full of mansions. It doesn't matter if you live in an apartment complex in inner city Atlanta. It can happen because... Um, well, we know Elizabeth Smart's home was stunning, beautiful. Do you remember Danielle Van Dam? You and I worked that case, worked on that case together. Beautiful home out in California. And as I recall, the neighbor, David Westmoreland, came in through a sliding glass door that had not been secured. It's exactly what you're just saying. Well, it's an object lesson for everybody. I mean, based on the scenario, based on what you just put out, it can be a mansion or it can be living in a cave. But the reality is, is that if you do not secure your home, you're putting your children at risk. And we've seen that time and again. And uh, I wish people would just sort of pick up on that lesson and, and do the right thing. But, you know, Mark, it's just so easy. It's just so easy. Like, Mark, uh, my daughter likes to get up and make a certain breakfast every morning. And she likes to sit at the supper table, and she likes to have that door going to the backyard open. So I set it up for her in the morning. And that is lax. Of course, crime typically doesn't happen at 7 o'clock in the morning, but it can. It can. I think we get lulled into a sense of complacency, Mark. Of course we do. And that's where the German shepherd comes in, isn't it, Nancy? If you have a, 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 a vicious-looking dog or a dog that, that can get aggressive and can be protective, um, that's another reason that, that uh, individuals who may wish harm uh, might look for other targets. You know you what, Mark Class? And you need protection. I, I, you know what I'm doing right now? And I've dragged you into it. I'm thinking about... Anything but this little boy. Melissa Hotmeyer, Chief Special Victims, Family Violence Unit, Prince George County. Do you ever do that? You have to prosecute cases, very upsetting cases, just like I've done my whole life. And it's so easy to go down another avenue as opposed to thinking about the chilling reality of this little boy, Cass, just four years old. Absolutely. I mean, it, it takes a toll on us. We're human. Um, you know, a lot of us, like you, Nancy, have kids, and we think of our own kids when we see um, these horrific pictures and, and talk about someone doing something so brutal to a child. And, and so it's hard. So sometimes it's better to just redirect. 
To Justin Boardman, former Special Victims Unit detective and author, you can find him at justinboardman.com. Justin, detectives are called, 911 gets there, the child is dead, they cannot resuscitate him. What is the first thing detectives need to do right there on the street? Right there on the street, first off, I think on the on the way in, you start um, a mental focus. We talked a little bit about this right off the air before we started, but we need to certainly come up part put these thoughts into a compartment and then start investigating the case so then right on scene i'm going to make sure that um the site the crime scene is secure and from there i'm going to listen to a couple debriefs and start on my investigation i'm going to be starting to build a case against an unknown person at this point so i'm going to start i'm going to dissociate if you will to the evidence and concentrate on that instead of the overwhelming emotions. That so I guess the first thing you would do, as you said, is secure the crime scene and start working on the identity of this little boy. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. It goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we now know him to be Cash Jernon, age four. How did this child end up dead? Multiple stabbings, four years old. In the street. Take a listen to Nicole Nielsen, CBS 11. Who or why? Tonight, a neighborhood has questions. Why is a kid out at 640 in the morning? As a little boy, just four to five years old, was found lying dead in the street, murdered in a manner police called violent. Unfortunately, a small child was lost today here in our city a violent act and we will pursue justice to find whoever did this. Police say they believe a single individual killed the child with an edged weapon around 5.30 a.m. in the 7500 block of Saddle Ridge Drive. Even for us as police officers, we are shocked 
Uh, we're very angry about what has happened to this small child. Throughout the day, Dallas police mounted patrol and the bike unit searched a wooded area at the end of the street, looking for clues and trying to find anyone with information on what happened. First of all, you got to ID the victim. To you, Mark Class, I mean, just common sense. I don't need a JD or a graduate uh, certificate for the police academy to figure this out. Who would kill a child, still wearing his pajamas, and then bring him to this neighborhood and dump his body? I mean, if you're going to go to the trouble of dumping a body, you're going to go to a body of water, down a ravine, uh, at a dump, in a, a, a densely wooded area. That tells me, right off the bat, that this child likely is from that neighborhood. What do you think about that quick deduction, Mark Class? Well, I think that makes a lot of sense, and it's also a very sloppy crime, isn't it? It's probably going to leave <clears throat> some evidence. Yeah behind it's going to allow law enforcement to hone in first on who the child is and then who the perpetrator is well you know what you're right take a listen to our friends at cbs 11 dallas fort worth the fbi's evidence response team searched a home in the 7500 block of florina parkway now that's located in the same neighborhood as where that four to five year old was found dead this morning They've confirmed that this home is now part of their investigation. Throughout the day, Dallas police mounted patrol and the bike unit searched a wooded area at the end of the street looking for clues. We were then led to a second location in the neighborhood where the FBI was found carrying several items out of a home, including a rug. We have asked the FBI's crime scene unit to come out. So our federal partners are coming out to help us to collect digital evidence as well as help us. Um, we've processed the scene processing the scene. I wonder what led them to that particular home. Once they raised the alarm within the neighborhood, uh, I understand Alexis Tereschuk, they started going door to door. They did go door to door, but there was a huge break in the case. from. Well, the, you know what? Home. You're right about that. And I guarantee you, hearing the police bamming at your door first thing in the morning, and then you go in your child's room and find out he's missing. Guys, Alexis Tereschuk is right. Big break in the case. Listen to our cut 17. Sean Rabb, Fox 4. Baby video monitoring system showed at about 5 a.m. Cash was removed from his crib as he was sleeping. Monica Sherrod viewed the video and identified the suspect, Darian Ronnell Brown. But the affidavit is not clear about how he got into the house in the 7500 block of Florina Parkway, what was the motive for his alleged actions, and what, if any, relationship Brown had to anyone in that house. Had you seen him lately? I seen him maybe five days before, five days before. And after that, I just, I didn't see him since. And that was just like, what's up? It wasn't. Yeah, like, just like, hey, you know, hey, how y'all doing? You know? And that was it. Brown, with only a misdemeanor evading charge that he was out of jail on bond for. Alexis Tereschuk, speaking of a major break in the case, I assume you're referring to the Arlo baby monitor video. Exactly. There was a baby. The, the boys are only four years old and their their bedroom is in the back of the house. The other bedrooms are in the front of the house, so the, they're not close enough to hear what's going on, so there's a baby monitor. And the woman in the house where the boys were staying 
when she wakes up at 11 o'clock in the morning and realizes that the boy is missing because his little twin brother is saying, I can't find my brother. She looks in her, she watches the camera in the boy's bedroom and sees that someone entered the boy's bedroom at five o'clock in the morning. It is still dark. So it's, it's like an infrared video, you know, it's a black and white video. And you see a man walk into the bedroom. He walks over to the crib. He pulls back a blanket where the two, and both boys are in a crib, but it has one side off because it's a toddler bed. And they are, he looks, he looks around the room. He looks the one, all of a sudden he reached down, he reaches down, he snatches up one of the boys and picks him up. And you can see him, you see the, the whole boy, you see the man carrying this little boy, he's carrying him from behind. So he has like two hands under each armpit and carries the boy, runs out of the room with him. Five o'clock in the morning. I want to analyze what we just heard. Joining me, Dr. Teresa Gill, professor of psychology and psychotherapist at TeresaGillPhD.com. Dr. Gill, as of right now, no connection has been made at all between this young man, Darian Brown, I might add, wearing an ankle monitor at the time, who goes into a home. This is uh, not a relative. This is not a friend. Goes into the home, into the baby's room, two twin boys, stands there a while, and lifts up a child and leaves. What could possibly be the psychology behind that? I think that no matter what the motive only a really severely disturbed person would murder. And it's not clear what his mental health status is, but Darren's mother said that he was being treated at a mental health clinic and struggled with mental illness. One of my first thoughts was, you know, did he have schizophrenia? You know, was he hallucinatory and delusional? Because we know in the research that one of the common factors of adolescents who murder is that they have psychosis. Um, and the second thought that I had, and again, the police are still investigating and they don't have a lot of information. And I also heard that they're not sharing a lot of information at this point, but they're still um, exploring. But he may have had um, a severe condition of something called conduct disordered and conduct disordered kids um he's not a kid he's almost 19 years old he's about to turn 19 years old and i i doubt very seriously dr Teresa gill that a court of law would have let a schizophrenic psychopathic person this mentally ill off with an ankle monitor Mm. Uh, he had on an well, ankle monitor, doctor. He had been let free with just an ankle monitor. I would assume that he didn't have a history of violent crime that they had seen. But if he did have conduct disorder, it's a really severe condition where they continually disregard and violate the rights and feelings and personal space of others and that they gain gratification of having power over others, causing harm and causing fear in others. And I think as they do more investigation 
and they find out he may have had a history of aggression. It starts with animals. It starts with those that are most vulnerable, like children. And it can include things like arson, setting fires, substance use. But they also have a real superficial charm. And the key thing with conduct disorder, as well as antisocial personality disorder, is that they have no remorse for their actions. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are talking about the kidnap and murder of a four-year-old little boy. To Melissa Hotmeyer, the desire for power and control over a, a tiny tot boy that is discovered dead from a, quote, edged weapon does not rise to the level of insanity unless... And until it is proven by the defendant that he did not know right from wrong at the time of the incident. Is that correct? That, that's absolutely correct. And, and I think that that surveillance video is damning to him because he's looking around trying to make sure that nobody's going to come in on him. So, he, you know, the way that I look at it is that he knows exactly what he's doing and has the presence of mind to check to make sure he's not being seen. You even kind of look. At one point, it looks like he may see the monitor and is trying to decide whether or not it's just a video or a recording. Uh, and, and to me, that seems like he's somebody who knows what he's doing um, and and is trying to get away with it. We are also learning that at the time Cash was stolen out of his crib and murdered, this person, Darren Brown, was already facing a misdemeanor charge of evading arrest from April 27th. That's last month, April 27, evading arrest. And that tells me he knew right from wrong because he knew to run from police officers. Um, cash taken from his crib. And then after the baby monitoring reveals when uh, finally caregiver wakes up at 11 a.m., 
we see this figure skulking around in the bedroom. You were just hearing our friends at Fox 4. Now take a listen to our cut six. This is Steve Pickett, WFAA. We now know the identity of the man suspected of killing a Dallas toddler. That man's been identified as 18-year-old Darren Brown. So far, he is only being charged with kidnapping and theft, but investigators say they are anticipating more charges pending the results of a forensic analysis. Now, yesterday morning, four-year-old little boy found dead in the middle of the street. This is in the Mountain Creek neighborhood in Dallas. Police say that child died in a violent manner, was killed with an edged weapon. The case is being treated as a murder investigation. And then you know it's a big case when the FBI gets brought in. Take a listen to our cut seven. This is Melina Basau, WFAA. Dallas police and the FBI arrested 18-year-old Darren Brown on kidnapping and theft charges. Longtime neighbors tell us they would see Brown walking in the neighborhood. Hard to believe. I mean, I don't think I don't think he was in his experience anymore. Off camera, Jernan's mom says Brown broke into her home through a back door and kidnapped her son while he was sleeping. Mom claims surveillance cameras captured it all. Authorities tell us Brown had an ankle monitoring bracelet on for a prior charge. Straight out to Mark Class, founder Class Kids Foundation at classkids.org. That's class with a K. Mark, um, what about the fact that after he takes cash, the video catches him coming back to get the other twin? And they catch him coming back at 7 o'clock, Nancy, which is... uh after Cash had been brutally murdered. So obviously bloodlust was on this individual's mind. And fortunately, something distracted him and sent him out of the house before he could get his hands on the other little brother. But I'll tell you what this video does as much as anything else, Nancy, is it reminds me of the other final videos of little children being led to their death. Carly Brucia in Florida, Amber Harris in Omaha, Sharice Periwinkle, a case that you and I have certainly both worked on. And it, 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 it underscores the importance of surveillance in our society. CCTV has helped to solve numerous cases and get numerous horrible people off of the streets. So despite the fact that the house had been left um, unsecured and that somebody was able to get in at least there was this very compelling evidence left behind so that they would be able to hopefully close this case out and take a very very dangerous person who had no business being on the street off of the street for good to alexis terrestrial crimeonline.com alexis what do we see in that baby monitor video when the perp comes back to get the other twin So it's now about 7 o'clock in the morning, and it is daylight. The sun is up. The first time he was there at 5 o'clock in the morning, it was still dark. So, But he enters the room the exact same way. He walks over to the crib. He looks around. The other little boy is still sleeping in there. There are no shades on the window, so it's very bright in the room. He looks around. Then he looks up. Something has caught his eye, or he's heard something. He looks around, and then... He leaves and he doesn't take the boy this time. He leaves the boy this time because he must have heard a noise or 
or something just in his head made him look around. I, I, there's there's not sound on the video, so you don't know. But he looks up startled and then leaves without taking the child with him. But he still would have had the access because this is seven o'clock in the morning. The woman who is in, who lives in the house, who is not the boy's mother, even though she originally said she was, she is not the, the mother of the mm-hmm. twins. She doesn't even get up until 11 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, hours and hours later. All that time, uh, as you know, the first few hours in the kidnap are critical. Well, take a listen to our friend Maria Guerrero, NBC5, our cut 16. This is the defendant's mother speaking out. At the house where Dallas police say four-year-old Cash Gurnan was kidnapped, Cameron Mori, who lives here, says he's as hurt as he is confused. Like, why? He was four, you know? Like, who does this to four-year-old kids? You know what I'm saying? For what? Just for no reason? Just because you want to be evil? Maury says his mother dated Cash's father until... And listen to Robbie Owen, CBS 11, for the perp's mom. I spoke with that suspect's mother this afternoon, and she insists that her son is being set up. What do you believe happened? Well, I think that four-year-old boy was killed at them people's home, and I believe someone had a transportation like a car or truck and transported his body to the, to the, to the body site. How do you know this family where the little boy had been staying? Uh, my kids only know, only know the, um, the other ones that stayed there, but they don't know the two four-year-olds. They- have you been able to speak with him since he was arrested? No, no ma'am. I have not been able to speak to him nor see him. Not at all. And that's why I'm so furious. Okay, she's furious because she hasn't spoke to her son now charged in the murder and the kidnap. So there we see the defense lining up Melissa Hotmeyer that the perp was, quote, set up. That's going to be the defense. I mean, good luck with that. I don't know that you get better evidence as a prosecutor than that video. Um, so, I, you know, I love I love when the defendant says prove it. Okay, I will. You know, this alleged perp, Darren Brown, comes back at daybreak for Cash Gurnan's twin brothers. Twin brother, just two hours after he had taken the four-year-old from the very same bed and murdered him. He got spooked. He either heard something or saw something that made him flee, leaving behind the little twin brother. Mark Class, when we try to make sense of it, It's applying logic to an illogical situation. Final thought to you, Mark. Well, there is no logic to something like this. Sometimes people want to kill for whatever internal reason exists. But the reality is, is that the lesson of this case is in the lesson of so many other cases is that you need to secure your home and that you should get some kind of defense against against evil. And uh, certainly the idea of having CCTV, which has been so instrumental in saving so many, uh, solving so many cases, um, the solution exists. People just have to have to apply it. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! 
one! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army! Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 